0: What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the co op couch Co-Op-A-Couch-A. couch i am here with Anthony, as always. Today, we are going to talk about Baldur's Gate 3. Uh, I wanted to talk about this game because I've been playing the fuck out of it. And uh, I'm really enjoying it. Um, and then, you know, I know you're not playing it, Anthony, although I know you've played other games like it, and I right. know you have, you have the want, but not the means, to be able to play the game right now. Correct. Um, and then there's also some, uh, some controversy going on, so we're going to talk about that as well. Um, but before we break into controversy and, and, and drama that's going on around the game, one thing I wanted to say is I think we brought this up in Summer's Game Fest. And this is one of the reasons I want to do this episode. I think in our Summer's Games Fest episode, we brought this game up and we kind of brushed over it. Because at the time, I wa- I, so here's the thing I wasn't planning on buying Baldur's Gate 3. I, I, it's a, I was going to be like, oh, I'll buy it on sale or I'll buy it, you know, whenever. Like, it'll be one of those games I play in like two years. But I was talking to some friends at work and, you know, some people, and they convinced me to get it. And I bought it and I started it up. And let me tell you, this. This game is really really good. Um, not to say it's it's not perfect. It's definitely got its issues. Um, but it's very very good. Um, I have 70 hours in this game so far in a couple of weeks. Um, that's between a couple of different files I've been playing. Um, I have a I have a co-op file I've been playing a little bit. I have a single player file. Um as well, and then also like I've just stuck dicked around and played some other bullshit um just with character creator and yada 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 um but the game the game is really good and i and i I believe in summer's game fest the summers game fest episode, we just brushed over it like it wasn't a big deal and 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 because of that, I wanted to go back and state that like that should not that shouldn't have well, happened.
1: so so for me personally i I will say this for me personally um any Look, I'm going to be real. I don't even remember us talking about Baldur's Gate in that episode, which may or may not be worse to this point. But um, I will say for me personally, the only reason I would have blown over like, oh yeah, Baldur's Gate got a release date, cool. Um, the only reason I would have nonchalantly said that is because to me, like it was already, it was already out. Now the mistake that I made was I made an assumption that Baldur's Gate 3 was in early access for like a year, right? No, like three. Was it? God, it was more than that. Yeah, oh, it was okay. a lot. It's been in so early access for a couple of years. Yeah, got you. So. I knew at least a year it had been in um because I remember when I first heard about it. Now I've never played a Baldur's Gate but I know very well what they are and I did play Divinity um well Divinity 2 I played um and I know it's the in this case the same creator Baldur's Gate 3 and Divinity 2
0: Yeah this I think this is their first time getting their hands on a Baldur's Gate title cuz yeah, obviously this I is the so. third one right so however many
1: yeah years later but for me it was nonchalant because i the feedback that i had heard and and obviously i'm not hearing from every source on the planet and nor are my resources the end all be all but i heard from a few different people that had played in the early access a lot of negative things um and obviously early access, you take with a grain of salt anyway, right? Because that's the point of an early access is to get it to a point where it's playable on release or whatever. And that's a different debate because I don't think early access should last for more than a year because at that point, what are you doing? But a lot of the things that I had heard were, why are we paying $60 for a game that's not complete and there's you know only this many classes and... Yeah, it's not that it's not fun, but it's it's very limited. But instead of doing like a beta and letting people in for a weekend or having like a regular Founders Pack or whatever, I just have to buy the game full AAA price, and it's not even out yet. But a lot of people were mad about that. Now, another point was brought to me the other day that I hadn't even considered at the time that I think is a very good point. Someone said to me, well, yeah, you're basically pre-ordering it. Well, shit. I didn't think of it that way. That's a very good point. It is. Right. At that point, you are pre-ordering it and getting it early. right? Um, so, you know, maybe there's not as much debate there. But again, yeah, that's, I think, why I blew it off for the most part was not because I didn't think it was worth talking about, not because I didn't think it was a big title, but because in in my head, it was already. Uh, and, and again, it's shame already on out yeah again shame on me for making the assumption but yeah like it was out and it wasn't doing hot so like oh they're going full release okay well woo like what else did they add at this point you know
0: well so my understanding and maybe this just because so i'll put it to this way i was not interested in this game right like i was like oh yeah another baldur's gate game like okay like whatever like the last game the last baldur's gate game that i played was baldur's gate dark alliance which, for anybody who doesn't know, is an action RPG on the Nintendo GameCube. And if you look at Baldur's Gate 3 or any of the previous Baldur's Gate games, they're not action RPGs. They are, no. like, exploratory games with, you know, click movement and, and, and turn-based combat. So Dark Alliance was the last one that I played, and I knew that, and I liked that game, but I knew that game wasn't the mold for Baldur's Gate games. <clears throat> now, I was like, "Oh yeah, like whatever. It's another Baldur's Gate game. I know there are a lot of people who love the Baldur's Gate game. It's just not for me. I've looked into the genres, it's something about when I see like cuz obviously I want to look at I want to look at the gameplay and I wanna, I'm like, obviously there's something about these games that I'm just like I just don't vibe with, you know? Right. And that was that was a couple of years ago. Maybe maybe it's the turn-based or like the click to move or whatever. I'm just like, "Oh yeah, it just seems so slow and daunting and whatever." But honestly I have some of these games on my wishlist that are like this that I wanna like I think I have Divinity on my wish list. I just never bought it because of this reason. And I'm like I wanna go back and play it at some point now too. Um to 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 try it because it just seems now I'm like, oh I wait, this is actually enjoyable? Like this is actually done really well. Like, yeah, let's go. Um It is buggy as fuck, I will say. Um it's playable, but it is buggy as fuck. Um, and for having early access for three years, I think, or whatever we said, uh, you would expect a lot of these things would be, like, phased out, but I have high hopes that they're gonna update it and, and fix some things. Um, I had, like, my character, I mean, it's nothing been super game-breaking, like, I had my character go invisible, like, I'm in the middle of combat, he's just, all you see is floating armor, his character model's gone i've had broken dialogue um i've had uh i've had uh i've been looking up some stuff about the game before i make some like crazy decisions because i'm like wait this doesn't make sense well i'm making a decision and go like wait why did this happen now i thought i was like i'm I thought i was siding with the good guys why is like why are the bad guys like why does it seem like i sound with the bad guys like, i don't understand this i'll look that stuff up um and like I've seen people be like, Oh yeah, like this has been a reported bug and here's here's fix one for it, here's fix two for it. Um so a lot of things that like I haven't personally experienced but I've read as well. Um But I mean the game is definitely still playable. Um but I was under the impression that it was it wasn't early access in the fact of like, oh buy it for sixty bucks, be able to play it. It was it was early access in the sense of um Hey, here's here's a small introductory segment, kind of like a bait, like a like not a beta, but like a what do they call it? Um like a um like a play test? Yeah, um, what's the fucking word? There's a word for it. Like 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 a like a demo. Thank you, God. Oh. <laughs> like a demo. Like hey, here's here's the first like hour of gameplay you know it's from this point to this point in the game and like you can do anything you can in between but you can't get past this one point right and i thought that's what it was but apparently it's not it it wasn't that way because i've i've you know and i got to be careful when i look up like reddit threads or whatever because some are dated a couple months ago and some are dated five years ago you know <laughs> or, or it's two years ago or whatever so it's like you gotta be careful, are you talking about the early access one or are you talking about the full release one? You know, what are we what are we going on here? Um but the the game is solid for sure. Um you brought to my attention that uh some developers are are freaking out about this game.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So I saw a video. Um it, <sighs> Look, I'm not gonna lie. I I got sucked in by clickbait. Like that's that really that's what it was. I saw the title and I was like, eh. "It
0: happens to the best of us."
1: But uh, you know, here's this here's this video that is titled uh, you know, Insomniac Blizzard Obsidian devs attack Baldur's Gate three. Call it rock star like nonsense in quotes. Um, which which by the way is a real thing. I actually have that particular tweet in front of me. It's a guy named James Berg. I don't know what studios he, he's with. Quite frankly, I don't give a shit, but um, here here's, here's the thing, right? Ultimately, what it comes down to is uh, there was a lot of backlash from big-name studios. The gist of what I have gathered, if you guys want to look further into it, by all means, go ahead. I don't know if there's more backlash that I'm missing. Uh, and and maybe maybe there's depth to it that that justifies a 20 minute video but as far as i can tell this is just ridiculous fucking a bunch of big name studios are frustrated because Baldur's Gate was uh so so big in uh what you can do and so big in what it took to develop and yada 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 that a lot of these other developers are coming out and saying, well, this set an unrealistic standard for us. You know, we don't want gamers to, uh, sit back and assume that every game coming out in the future is, is going to be, you know, this big or this drastic or have, you know, our entire studio working on it instead of other projects. And, and, you know, we can get it done in this short time span because you have this demand and you want it right away. And look, I do think to a degree, that's a fair argument. But when you look at some of the things that these guys said, it's absolutely asinine because the arguments that they're making come off as like lazy and and unrealistic in in that like like these are not indie studios, guys. These are big AAA. We're talking Blizzard. We're talking Riot. We're talking Ubisoft. We're talking all of these AAA titles. The in the video that I found alone, the guy l- reads off fourteen different company names. Uh, and then and then also says, uh, you know, et cetera. So there's more than at least 14. And obviously one developer who's tweeting does not represent the entire company. I get that. But here's these big name studio developers coming out and saying, how dare Baldur's Gate set this standard for us that is unachievable? Well, it's not unachievable. And I think that's the big argument uh, that at least this guy's making in his videos. A lot of the things that they're saying... Are you know they're they're setting themselves up for a failure that doesn't need to be there I, I guess is what I'm getting at you know one guy is saying that baldur's gate they don't they don't want it to be the new quote unquote baseline right they don't want this standard to be the standard they don't want people to think that um you know one argument this guy made is the time that it took the time that it took to make baldur's Gate could be spent making. One or two other games as well. Um, additionally, excuse me. So I get where they're coming from, but also for like a big AAA title to say we don't want to try and reach this standard when obviously it's achievable because Baldur's Gate just did it. That's that's stupid.
0: So what what bothers me about this or what what what, what my problem with this whole debacle if you will is um you have all these these big dev titles or big dev companies that are going like oh we don't want this to be the new standard like don't expect this like we understand you guys are working on two or three games at a time right like we know that you have like the the bethesda releasing fallout or um Starfield, right? We know you don't have your entire dev company working on Starfield. Right. You have a designated team working on Starfield. You have a designated team working on Elder Scrolls 6. You have a designated team working on something else. You have you have two separate playtest groups for both those games or one playtest group for both games, whatever. I don't know how it works in the actual nitty-gritty. We understand that if you're 1,000 people, you might only have 200 for each game, but you don't have like nothing's forcing you to do that besides your company's right. direct um timeline and and direction
1: right yeah well here's here's a look another big example that's relevant to you and me right the same team that created final fantasy 16 is the same team that works on final fantasy 14. And Final Fantasy XIV is still getting content, and Final Fantasy XIV is still doing their patches and updates, and we just did a an episode on the trailer for the new expansion. So, like obviously, they're still doing work, and that team is not the team that's currently working on Final Fantasy VII Remake Part Two, nor is it the rest of Square Enix working on other games that are not Final Fantasy, things right. like Dragon's Quest and and whatever other title that. You know, could come out in the next two or three years. We haven't heard of. There are different teams within a studio working on different titles, and and it you know it will come down to uh, resource allocation and like, could you potentially combine those teams for one bigger project? Sure. Do you have to? No. Do we understand that? Yes. Yeah, I I do think. Sorry.
0: No, go ahead. I just I,
1: I do think without a doubt. We've t- and we've talked about this in the past, right? The the entitlement of gamers. Do I think that there are people out there that will take this and have the expectation that it is a standard or have the unrealistic expectation that a studio can just take everyone they have and put it on one project? And, oh, why isn't it perfect? Why are there no bugs? Why are there whatever? Like, yeah, those people exist. But they're not a majority of us. Like, most of us are reasonable. Most of us understand that it's just not real. I'm not looking at Baldur's Gate has a success story that sets the bar for every other video game to come out from now oh, until me the either. end of time. It's no, just not realistic. Am I happy they found that success after working this long on it? Absolutely, but even by that standard, you just said it yourself. How many bugs are in this game? It's not flawless, and it won't be.
0: Right, it is right. it's, it's not flawless. And I, that was one of the things that shocked me. I'm like, for how many years this game has been worked on, Like the amount of like silly bugs that are in this game Are crazy to me you know um but also the amount of in-depthness that's in this game is ridiculous so i understand that things are gonna get looked over but no i don't think this is the precedent for all games from here on out to ever come out i don't think that people are gonna be looking at this and being like oh well baldur's gate 3 had you know 300 hours of gameplay time and skyrim or elder scrolls 6 only has, you know, 200 hours of gameplay time. It's not, you know, it's not as good. Like, why isn't this good? Like, Bethesda, such a bigger public. It's like, no, like, we understand there's other things going on. And they're different. It's different games, you know? And they've had, they've had the early access time. And to me, it's almost complaining because you don't want to work hard. Like, yeah. this is that's kind of how it reads to me. Is, is Exactly. It's like, we're worried that this really good game, we don't want this really good game to be successful because that's going to make us have to work harder we're going to have to do things differently to to appease our fan base. Like that's yeah. kind of how it comes off to me and I'm like that's not cool. Like shouldn't you be as a game company who's releasing 60-70 dollar video games, shouldn't you want to be putting out great content for your consumers so that we want to buy more stuff instead of just bitching and complaining about it all the time?
1: Yeah, see, and, and this is where I'm struggling with, uh, like, so the, the specifically the video that I had found, because again, there's multiple videos on this by now, right? But, you know, here's the thing. Like, this guy's reading off tweets in this video, right? And one of them says, uh, you know, you can't be appalled about how much big games cost to make and make those lavish productions the standard by which all games are judged. And they go on to say that, you know, it's a generous once-in-a-lifetime RPG. I hope no one expects a 10, 20, 40-person team to make one. And that is fair. And the guy making the video even says, yeah, that's fair. I get where you're coming from. But what we're talking about is the the developers with thousands of members on their team that could be applied, um, which are the studios that are complaining. But then the very next tweet he reads off is this guy who says, uh, you know, a singular game, it, you know, it's, to, to set these expectations on a singular game um for for every developing title like in a genre, he says it isn't useful and is instead foolhardy and even the guy in the video just laughs at him like why 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 is our expectation of you doing what is your job foolhardy because they set a higher standard and and it it I think gets under our skin more as consumers, as gamers, because we know these companies and we know their reputations, right? Like, if I'm talking to you one-on-one, friend-to-friend, and you're a developer, and you're telling me all these behind-the-scenes things and why you don't like it, I can definitely understand a lot of it. I do think some of these points that they've made are good, and I do see where they're coming from. If it is unrealistic for your studio, if you are worried about you know, now your boss wants to meet this standard and is cracking under pressure. So they, you know, like crunch is a serious thing in developer uh, uh, culture. Rockstar has been in, you know, under a lot of fire for that in the past, whatever. If that's the argument you're making, I totally get it. But if you're Blizzard, right? And you're like, why would we spend, uh, you know, this many years... And this many team members on a title that could come out complete when we could just do nothing but loot boxes. Then like, yeah, we're all going to be pissed off because we know that's what your standard is. But that doesn't make holding you to a higher standard unrealistic or, you know, quote unquote, foolhardy. That's what it should be. That's why it's called a standard. (laughs) Like,
0: Right. Right. That's my
1: problem with it. I think it's how they're wording it.
0: Right. Yeah, I, I, and like I said, I was trying to say earlier, and I don't know if it came across, it's like, you don't have, if you wanted to, you could, and I know you, have, you have your own obligations to the people that you work with, and, and, the, and you know, like, like Bethesda has obligations to, to Microsoft and Sony and yada 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 for a, release game, for a release date of a game, right? We understand that, but you have those obligations to put these games out in a, in a timely manner, Right. And that might require you splitting your team. But if you didn't want to do that, Larian, as far as I'm aware, and if someone wants to correct me, they can. I'd I'd be more than happy to hear. Uh, As far as I know, Larian took their whole game studio, and they're like, we're going to work on Polish Gate 3. And I was looking it up because I was like, I want to know how big it is. Their studio is only 400, 500 employees. Um, So they're like, we're going to spend all 400 people, and they're just going to work on this one game for the next however many years till we release it, right? Whenever they made that decision. You could say we're going to make Elder Scrolls 6 and we're going to take our entire team of 800 people and throw it on Elder Scrolls 6. You could do that. You absolutely could. And release this monstrosity of a video game that comes out and it's the biggest game that we've ever seen. But you want to make these other obligations because you want to make money and you want to do your thing. And that's fine. That's up to you. But you don't have to do that. No one's telling you to do that. So, So you take... You take all these considerations into the play, and it just sounds like you're whining. Does that like does that make sense, right? Like I'm not, no, I totally I'm not out on left field here, right? Like it just sounds, it sounds like you're complaining that you don't want other game companies to be better than you because you've been comfortable. And I just, I just, it sounds like you're, it sounds silly. It does. I, I mean. The
1: fact that it's enough backlash for multiple people to make videos about it—it's <laughs> just—I don't know. I, I on the one hand, I I get that, you know, like the guy said, like I, like I said, one person tweeting from an entire development team obviously does not uh represent that team or that company or that studio. Like I I get it. But the fact that there's been enough of them outspoken by name on social media, you here's the thing. The second you press tweet, you are representing your company. It, it doesn't matter if the entire studio doesn't agree with you and you are just one person. Like you, If you are associated to that company, you represent that company when you press tweet. I mean, shit. I, when I worked at the arena before I moved to Arizona... We, every year, we had alcohol training and serve safe training, um, which is food safety for anyone that doesn't know, I guess. And part of that training every year was, hey, guys, don't go on social media and talk poorly about, like, if you have a bad day at work and you're frustrated and you come into work, like, don't go online and be like, I fucking hate my company. You're a basic-ass food worker with every right to say that but the company is telling you not to do it because now it's it's a huge impact on the company. I'm one basic food worker. In my head, I could sit back and go, who the fuck gives a shit? But the impact that has on the company is huge. So I guess what I'm getting at here is, if you're a developer for a large-name studio and you're hating on other developers' works in any way, shape, or form... It looks bad. And when the way that you're doing that is, wham, 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 we don't want
0: to work hard, it arguably looks worse. Well, to put it more into perspective, I work for Intel, a big multi-billion, million, whatever the revenue is, I don't know, company who, who, like, if I were to say something, you know, oh, Intel, you know, does this, like, we cut corners or something. That's not what I'm saying. You know, if I were to put something negative out there, like, Intel would fucking flip, right? If they saw if that. you still had your job. Right. Well, I guess that's my point, is yeah. they would flip, and I would lose my job. I could lose my job, right? And, like, not that I would ever do that. I'm not going to go post on social media and be like, oh, yeah, Intel sucks. Like, look at all this stuff that we're doing that just doesn't make sense. You know, yada, yada, yada. Like, no. Like, it... So yes, I completely agree. It doesn't matter who you are in the company, whether you're a playtester or whatever. If you have your social media account tied to your game or your, your company, if, you, if I look at your Twitter and I see, and you or your ex or whatever the fuck it's called now, if I look at your, your account and it's like, oh, playtester or developer or, you know, whatever of Bethesda Studios, I'm going to look at what you say and go, well, like, Bethesda just fucking, Bethesda's mad like the like even though it might be your singular opinion you represent the entire company right i'm not looking at it and going like oh joe from bethesda's mad oh joe from bethesda thinks this no i'm saying oh bethesda doesn't like this
1: well and more to that point people are gonna make assumptions and generalize nine times out of ten i'm just as guilty for doing it right and so a lot of times like you're only seeing one tweet from one guy it's very easy to sit back and assume that other people on his team feel the same way or agree with him right like that's why it's it's not just oh one person represents them it's oh if one person cares enough to tweet about it then they probably have that view and it's not always right in fact i would argue it's probably usually not always the case it's not fair to generalize and make that assumption but it is a very easy thing to do also quick side note you said your ex and it took me a minute to figure out what the hell you were talking about it was like why are we talking about our exes Um, oh yeah
0: because twitter yeah Yeah, that's stupid stupid elon musk yeah yeah Yeah, but but
1: anyway yeah i i think i think yeah i think it comes down to. but here's the here's the funny thing though here's the funny thing Is one of the reasons I really wanted to bring this up, not just because it was worth talking about or mentioning, but I think it's hysterical that the backlash revolves around their success. When ultimately we both started, like you said, target like your assumption was uh, or not assumption, your stance on it and why you weren't initially going to get it is because you didn't really care; it didn't strike you as appealing and my nonchalantness was caused by thinking it wasn't going to be successful. So now here we are, however many months later, talking about the game and the backlash it has for being very successful, um, which I, I think really speaks to the work they put in it. It must be good if it's getting hate from other people. What's the saying? You know you succeeded when other people hate you or whatever? Like,
0: so yeah. One thing I love to see on social media is when like other game companies come out and congratulate other game companies so like when and i'm not saying this is the exact example but just to put it in a in a situation is like when um like when i think when the outer worlds came out which was a game it's like which is a game like like fallout or whatever like the developers of like fallout from bethesda were like hey great job outer worlds for creating your game congratulations on release you know and like yeah. that's what I like to see, but I don't want to see like oh like thanks fucking Outer Worlds like you just released another game and now we have to work so much harder like like it just sounds yeah it just sounds scummy like be supportive you know great job Larian Studios for creating Baldur's Gate three it must have been extremely difficult for you to do this you know because yeah. I'm sure I'm sure there's countless of unaccounted for man hours spent on this game. It, yeah, is, well, it is a massive game.
1: For sure. But but here's the other thing, too, is it's it's ridiculous in its bitterness to make an argument that... Like, like for example, the one person that's like, oh, in all the time they spent making Baldur's Gate 3, like, it's unrealistic for us to make a game like Baldur's Gate 3 because in that time we could have made two games. And it's like, sure. okay, but so could they. So they made a sacrifice to put this game out, which one, is recognized by us, the consumer, and two, is your justification. Why are you arguing that? Why are you saying, oh, well, we can't make this game because if we did, we'd have to sacrifice making two games in the same time. Yeah, yeah, know. So what? Like, so so you either Yeah, so you either make the two games and then we don't hate on you for not reaching that standard because we understand you didn't have the personnel Or you do it.
0: like If it it wasn't, honestly, if it wasn't for the complaining, I never would have even thought about any of this stuff. Right? It's like, like, oh, well, we could never have done this because we, we would have to sacrifice making two games at the same time. I never expected you to make a game like this. Right. I never expected you to sacrifice making other games. This is something that they could do because they had the ability and capacity to do and they they sure they could have released two games in the same time but they didn't do that.
1: Yeah, and listen, I never and and again, this is not to say these people don't exist, but I've never had a scenario where someone's made a malicious comparison even within the same genre, right? Like I like I've never had a scenario where someone goes to buy excuse me, to buy a new RPG, right? Let's say an RPG comes out next week, right? And I go and I buy and I play that RPG. I'm not going to sit there and go, man, I beat this in 60 hours. Baldur's Gate has 300 hours of content. What the fuck was this studio doing? Who's doing that? Like, no one's... Again, I shouldn't say no one. It's in absolute. I get it. Someone out there probably is that stupid. But like... That is not the majority. People are realistic. We get it. And it's also perceived value. It's it's the content that you get, the quality of what you get. If I play an RPG and I only get 30 hours out of it, 40 hours out of it, but it was a damn good RPG, I'm going to feel good about the title, I'm going to feel good about my experience, and I'm going to feel good about the money I spent on that title. Did I get my money's worth all wrapped up in one package? Yes or no? And if the answer is no... It's because of what that package was. It's not going right. to be because Baldur's Gate did it better,
0: right? Well, I think somebody broke it down really well one day for me, which is like, get listen, games aren't cheap, right? We're looking at sixty no. to seventy, 70 dollars games now, you yeah, know, AAA, right? So games are not cheap. So, obviously, you want to make sure you get your money's worth out, which is one of the reasons I was holding off on Baldur's Gate 3. I was like, "Am I I don't know if I'm going to play this game. That's why I still don't own it. Am I going to get my money's worth out of it? Am I going to get a, a, a substantial amount of playtime out of this game? And the answer ended up being yes. Obviously, I'm, I'm already at 70, 70 hours in the game. But somebody broke it down and they are like, can I get a dollar an hour out of the game? Right? If I can get more than a dollar out of an hour out of the game, unhappy so that means that means if i can get a hundred hours on a 60 or 70 dollar video game that's good payoff right or 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 in some cases it's it's you know you pay a 60 dollar video game but you only get 30 hours maybe you didn't get the same play time right maybe that's not a good payoff but maybe the story is really good like you were saying you know so it really, it, it is dependent, but I think that that was, like, to me, that was a good breakdown of, of hey, do I think I can get at least my, my can I get my money's worth out of this? And this was a good breakdown for me. Uh, yeah.
1: And it's the same argument with, uh, like, MMOs that have subscriptions. Right. Like, a, lo- a lot of people say, you know, I... Oh, I don't I don't focus on subscriptions. Why am I continuously paying for a game? Well, because you're continuously getting the content. And and that breakdown is different for everybody. I get it. Someone might not think it's worth sure. it. In which case, yeah, don't spend your money. Like if there's better things you can spend your money on. But I look at, you know, how many hours I've dumped into Final Fantasy 14 and I can figure that that math out. I can do that breakdown for myself on a month to month basis. If I log in for a month and I go, you know what? I'm just not I'm not playing this enough, I'll cancel my sub. And right. I'll take 3 or 4 months. I literally just did this, right? Hey, right. I'm I'm strapped for cash right now. I'm not working as much. I don't want to pay for this game cuz I'm not playing it enough. Versus in my prime playtime of this game before I even got you guys involved in it, right? You got to do the breakdown for yourself. Well, if it's $15 a month, and I'm putting in ten hours a week, which I was definitely putting in more than ten. Let's be real. But if I'm putting in ten hours a week, that's forty hours a month. Forty hours is a new RPG that comes out at AAA cost of sixty or now seventy dollars, and I'm paying fifteen for it. Yep, worth. Yeah. So well, I'm going to pay uh, that.
0: So when I was working for a company, I was working for a company, and they were going out of. Um, They're going out of business, basically. I went under, like, they had some issues, financial issues, whatever. This is when I first moved out to Arizona. And one of the things I was looking at is, like, obviously, I need things to do in my downtime. I'm not going to have a job anymore. Like, what am I going to do in the downtime? And I was like, if at the time it was World of Warcraft, if World of Warcraft can get me to, um, can get me to, like, not buy other video games, right? Because, um, I'm spending money on the subscription service or whatever, and I'm just playing this one game, and it's only fifteen bucks a month as opposed to sixty dollars for all these crazy games that are coming out. yeah like that's worth it to me, right? Obviously, that didn't happen with World of Warcraft, but it definitely happened with fourteen. There's a lot of games I didn't buy because I'm like, am I going to spend more time in this game over fourteen? and and the answer was like, no. I'm gonna keep playing for like. I'm not really gonna play yeah. this game. I'm gonna play 14 a lot more.
1: Well, that's like when, like when you hit me up and you're like, dude, I picked up Baldur's Gate 3 and I love it. I can't put it down. I was like, you were like, I can't believe I, I, I can't believe I ended up loving it this much. And I was like, I can't believe you launched another game. <laughs> like, yeah, well, right, well, like
0: I'm like I'm sitting here and I'm going, and this is what pisses me off, right? I sat here. So 14, we just did the episode about their about their Dawn Trail, whatever. The new expansion that's coming out. Right, right. We don't have a new... What's it called? A new... Patch. Patch coming out to October. Right. We don't have a new patch coming out to October. I was like, perfect. Right now, it's a lull in content. I'm all caught up. This is the perfect time for me to break away from 14, play a new game, you know... Refresh a little bit, Jeez, thought, <laughs> and all of a sudden they come out with one of the biggest events that they've ever released. It's like, Oh, I want to run this content and I need to run this content now, and I need to get this thing, I need to get this thing, I need to get this thing. And I'm like, Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> I just was like, Oh, yeah, I'm just gonna like take a break. It's a good time to take a break. Like, you motherfuckers, like, I mean, good for them, good for them, like, obviously awesome, but. At the same time, it's like, shit, man. Like, I was all happy. It was like, perfect time, right? But, uh, yeah, no. it's a little funny. I mean, <laughs> I still, funny I'm, I'm still going to plan on playing 14 here and there, yada, yada, yada. But, you know. Right. Um, but my point is, is, like, yeah, Baldur's Gate 3 sucked me in. And, and, and I was not planning on playing this game. As much as I did, and I'm I'm definitely glad that I did. What did I tell you before? It was like almost like a like a a diamond in the rough kind of situation. Where it's like I kind of just stumbled upon this thing, you know, because it wasn't high on my list. And I'm like, I underestimated this. I really did. Um, I
1: think it's it's definitely um, it's definitely a testament to the work that they put in that like like if it is buggy and it wasn't a great release or whatever but it's having as much cuz cuz think about um think about like cyberpunk right? right you want to talk about a game that was in development for x amount of years and had a really not so great release and backlash and and whatever yeah they apologized yeah they were transparent yeah they fixed it but ultimately, that game died by the wayside, right? It had its increased u- users after they did the fixes. It it started to pick up again. People played it. Haven't heard about it since. Um, versus, this game comes out, doesn't have the best release uh, as far as overall goes, right? Like, they had a lot of problems on release. Still buggy. Expectations, I would say, probably were higher. And yet it's still, I mean, it's in every news article I see. It's on, you know, because of the backlash, you know, the saying, all publicity is good publicity, whether it's bad or not, it's out there, right? So it's like everywhere I look, I'm hearing about Baldur's Gate. Someone I have on my following list is playing it on Twitch, as well as everyone else playing it on Twitch. People I didn't think were into this game type like you are talking about it and playing it and hours in I have people messaging me saying when are you going to buy it I want to play it with you yeah when are going to buy it I want to play with you <laughs> when I have money like, <laughs> um, it's just it's one of those things that like this game even despite its flaws is reaching some level of success and quite frankly dude even even in this world where they got money for marketing, and they've got platforms like Twitch to market on. Word of mouth is one of the best advertisers, and they are being spoken about.
0: Right. Well, I think one thing that really does this game extremely well is the fact that they based their game off of 5th edition D&D, right? So you have... You have two things. You have all the people who know and love Dungeons & Dragons going, oh, I have a game that replicates this in a video game format with a, you know, yes, it's got a predetermined story, but, like, oh, like, I mean, we, even have, we have a narrator in Baldur's Gate 3. Like, you have some, like, a DM would talk to you in a way, right? You have a narrator for that. Right. Um. But you have this replication of Dungeons & Dragons in a video game format. So that does two things. It pulls in all the people who know and love Dungeons & Dragons into a video game. Because they're like, oh, cool, I could play Dungeons & Dragons on a video game. Like, this is cool, I want to see what they did, yada, yada, yada. And you have all the people who never tried Dungeons & Dragons, the tabletop, pulling into a video game and going, I've never played D&D, but I really like Baldur's Gate or I wanted to try Dungeons and Dragons. Let me try Baldur's Gate. And let me see what it's like. Let me see if I like enjoy this, right?
1: So, you know what's what's funny to me listening to you say everything that you just said and, and almost almost depressing, but uh you talk about all these features that are like, oh, it's it's just like D&D and there is a, a a narrator DM and there is, you know, this. And meanwhile, while I have not yet played Baldur's Gate, I'm sitting here and going, my God, he literally just described everything I love about DDO, which was Dungeons & Dragons Online. It's the first MMO I ever got involved in. It's like way years ago. It's still around, by the way, it's on steam. So if you're hearing it's free. Yeah. And if you're hearing these things and it sounds appealing to you or you've played Baldur's gate and you love it, I'm telling you DDO, it's not the prettiest game ever because it's old as shit and they lost support. Um, although another company recently picked it up or or I say recently we're in recent years, I should say, uh, it got abandoned. It got picked back up. It is being supported. It is getting new content. I'm telling you go try it. it it's really? fun. Is it what? Being supported?
0: Yeah, is it is it still getting yes. noticed? Yeah. Really? That see, that I didn't know. Maybe now, you probably told me and I forgot cuz like that's just how things go generally, but I will I will say this though. I will say this. I'm going to throw a little bit of shade here.
1: I I don't even know the name of the company that picked it up. Um I I read it somewhere. I don't remember what studio has it or or is supporting it um which is probably for the best cuz i don't know if i want to name drop that much shade but they're scummy as shit and i will tell you why uh yes the game is getting new content here and there their pricing is out fucking rages this is a game that came out in the early 2000s right it never had a graphic update ever it is. It is not. Look, it is not a pretty game. I'm telling you, and I love it with all my heart. But it is not pretty. Okay, this game is uh, trying to find 2006. That's what I was okay. looking for. So this game is almost 20 years old. Okay, these assholes have the audacity to put out new content and it'll be like, let's say they put out a new class, for example, right? And you want to get this class. Well, you have to pay real money for this class. You can't, there's no, It's like one class that you can unlock with a reputation system through game time, whatever. But let's say you go with real money to buy this new class or this new expansion, right? A new class is like 20 bucks. And the expansion's like 70. And this, but mind you, this was before AAA titles were 70, right? Like they'll they'll put out like a bundle, but the bundle will be the only way to get the content. And it's like 65, 70 bucks. Right. And all that comes in it is like in-game currency, a new dungeon, and maybe a new class. But yeah, if you want to buy a new class, it's like 20 to 30 dollars, and that's not including a new race. So then you go to buy a new race and that's 25 bucks or whatever. Like they are their their prices are way higher than they should be for an old ass game that is not pretty. But the game itself is fantastic. Do recommend. And if you're into something like that, like Baldur's Gate, where you know every time you go in a dungeon in DDO, there is a DM. They narrate to you. They give you, you know, your hints as to what's around you and what you see. And my favorite thing about that game is that your your MMO character is literally built from a 3.5 uh, Dungeons and Dragons character sheet. So like, like in Final Fantasy, if you hit C, it opens your character, right? And you can see your stats as you level right. and, and you can see all your attributes and whatever. In DDO, you hit C and it opens a character sheet and you literally have roles and there's a D20. You can even customize what your D20 looks like, by the way, and everything you do rolls on that D20. So if you run up to an enemy and you left click to attack, the game will roll a D20 for you and you will either hit their armor class or you will not. And that determines whether you hit, how much damage you deal is rolled after that, and whether you miss. Like it's it's straight up digital Dungeons & Dragons.
0: Yeah, that's exactly how Baldur's Gate works. So like, yeah. like I go to, like it doesn't show me every single roll. I think DDO has an option for that. Where you can show yep. all the rolls. Yep. Um, like if I walk up to an enemy and I go to hit him with a my axe, it doesn't roll a dice on screen for me and show me what I rolled. It I can look at that, it'll tell me. Sometimes it does tell me, like, there are there are um things you can get, their passive abilities that like, oh, this happens when this happens, right? Um or like you can allow this to happen when this happens. Um and so like it sometimes will say, Hey, like you need a, a, a 15 to hit, and you rolled a 19, and then the effect is on successful hit, do, you can do X. you know, Or right. you also have the opposite, where you need a 15 to hit, and you rolled a 12, on unsuccessful hit, do this, and you can enable that too. right? Uh, but when you have dialogue options, persuasion checks, intimidation, intimidation checks, deception checks, um, yeah, the dice, full screen, roll a d20. And it'll add your bonuses to you, whether it's from armor or whether it's from proficiency in whatever, when it whether it's from um, there's a spell in the game called guidance that gives you um it's a cantrip that gives you um like bonus to checks. And so like that lasts for a while. So you can have like if one of your party members has that, they can cast guidance on whoever's talking and then your checks get a bonus to them. So that'll be there, yada yada yada. Um and it'll show you your die. And they have an extra die. There's a digital collector's edition on Baldur's Gate 3 that gives you more dice to choose from. Um, as well as some other stuff. Um, but yeah, it's cool. It's really cool. Um, and I do like that. And I honestly think... I'd, me and you played DDO. We, we played for a little bit. Did we? Yeah. We, me, you, and Ryan played DDO. Hmm. Hmm. Um, I think if DDO were to release now with better graphics and better support the game would be a lot more successful than what it is but i also understand that they take a lot of effort to make a to make a um it takes a lot of effort to make an mmo it takes a lot of time and so i understand not wanting to do that
1: yeah well and if you consider it's been owned by at least two companies now like I I could see why a studio wouldn't want to pick it up and try and put in a graphical update and like revamp the entire game. You'd pretty much be making a new game.
0: Well, and I guess that was kind of my point is like they should, if they wanted the game to be successful, what they should do is instead of supporting this one, they should release a new one. I agree. Like like DDO2, right? I'd buy it in a heartbeat. Let's release DDO2. Maybe make it, hey, it's going to cost you 50 bucks to buy this game. Right, 60 bucks to buy the game. It's the base game, like 14 does, right? You have to buy, you know, they used to, you back in the day, you used to have to buy ARR and then, and then, you know, you would go through and then you buy the expenses to come. But like, make it like that again. That's fine. If the content is good, we'll play it. You know, I will will say this
1: though. The only reason I disagree with you is, is this is if, like, if they made a new DDO, then like Baldur's Gate, it would run on fifth edition. And as a Dungeons and Dragons player, I don't I I, and I I am of a minority here, but I did not like fifth edition. I tried, I played multiple campaigns across two years, didn't like I just I can't do it. And DDO is on 3.5, which I loved. So if they made a new one and it was on fifth edition, I don't think I would like it as much as the original, and thus I would still play the original instead. So I would love to see them just clean up the original instead of launching a new.
0: Yeah, or, I guess we're both
1: really I mean fuck it like Yeah, I mean I if guess you want to make a new DDO or a new Dungeons and Dragons MMO like I still think it'd be great, but I want this one.
0: Yeah, I guess when I was like remake it I wasn't like oh remake a like DDO like as a whole new game. I just meant like re like kind of like how 14 rebooted ARR. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like do that. Right,
1: I'm down. like just reboot I'm the game. So better down. graphics,
0: better updates, quality of life, yada yada yada. Because that game is a little—it's definitely dated, and you
1: can yeah. tell. It's oh, dated. for sure, for sure. And but again, just two thousand six. For game, it makes sense. Yeah, well,
0: yeah, right. I'm not shitting on it for it. You know
1: what though? I I will say this: for a game from two thousand six, in that context, it does look good. Like right. it—it's not when I when I'm like I'm sitting here shitting on it, but it's—it's it's not like it's not like gross pixelated PlayStation one graphics. Like it's not that bad looking, but if you were to compare like the DDO animations to final fantasy 14, for example, then like you're gonna notice a difference because it's old, but it's, it's not, it's not so ugly that it's like pixelated nonsense, you know, but yeah, it was just, um, I'm looking at it right here on steam. Uh, update 60 was July, the end of July, and 4 days ago they had update 61 so it's still getting updates and patches man it's moving
0: yeah but yeah Baldur's Gate Baldur's Gate is really like it is really good it's such a it's such a good game um um how do I want to put this there's just so much intricacy like you didn't play Tears of the Kingdom so I can't really use that or Breath of the Wild or maybe you've seen people. Play I again, saw right? a lot of yeah. I saw a lot of Breath so, of the Wild. So remember how in Breath of the Wild, right, there was like people would go to a shrine, and this is one of the things I love about Breath of the Wild. people would go to a shrine, right, and you would watch. You'd watch a streamer, and they would do a shrine, and they do a shrine one way, right, right. And you would watch another streamer, and they'd be at the same shrine, and you'd be like, "Oh, I know the I know the solution to the shrine because I saw somebody yeah you know, saw somebody do it right." And then you watch that streamer, and they do it a completely different way, but it still works. Yeah, It's like that. It's like every problem you come across has multiple solutions. There's always violence. Violence is always a solution, right? Hey, you know, this guy wants to kill you. You can kill him. Sure, like, fight him. Go ahead, whatever. Then there's your charisma, you know, your persuasion, your your deception, you know, whatever, to get people to fuck off. And then sometimes it's like, no, there's actually a whole nother... Like, I read a book, and that book gave me an extra dialogue option that allows me to, like, get through this. Or, even if you do choose violence, how you handle combat is interesting. There's, um, I was doing a fight with this person, and I don't want to spoil too much, um, but I was doing a fight with a person, we were in a camp, and there's these, like, broken statues. Or, well, like not broken, but like crumbling statue. Like they're they like when you mouse over them, the game says like weakened statue, right? Okay. And the enemy literally used an ability to pull the statue down onto me and my group. Like they just they just yanked it down, and I'm like, that's fucking awesome. Like that's sick. If you if you like you can throw a g- bottle of grease at somebody, and then you can like ignite, ignite it with it. a fireball. Yeah. And that will make a grease fire, and like all of a sudden, like that whole area is on fire. Yep. Um, I have a spell called Ice Shard, where I just I throw a shard of ice, and it hits them. It explodes, which does damage, but it also leaves ice, and they have to sail. They have to do a um, a check to see if they slip on the ice, and then when they go to move, it's called rough. It's rough terrain, so they get a penalty, and they have to pass another check. For to not slip on the ice to fall again. Yep. You can. You can. Sh- I killed somebody. I walked up to him. I hit him. I didn't kill him, but he was really low. But he was right by a cliff, so I pushed him and he died. Um. I've had to reload multiple times because I will kill an enemy, and I will kill them by pushing them off into a chasm. And one thing that does bother me is like I have no problem killing somebody like that but because you can't loot their body, I don't get the loot. So, because their body's gone, right? So they should drop a bag or something so that you can can grab the bag, right? Like, to me, that's what makes sense.
1: Yeah, it never ceases to amaze me how many video games come out with the same problem and the same solution. Like, dude, if i had a dollar for every game I've played where you can knock someone off the cliff and then not get the loot. And then, like a different game will come out and that same problem will exist. And then they'll be like, oh yeah, but it drops a loot bag or 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 even like, look at something like Dark Souls, right? Like if you fall off the cliff, you have to go back and recover your souls. Your souls aren't at the bottom of that pit cause you can't get them. They're at the top. Right, right. So I'm like, how does this many waves of video games through this many waves of developers not learn from other, like do you guys not play other video games or even games that you've created? Come on. Like this is, This is basic gamer ideas. Like, we should be able to figure this out by now.
0: One of the things that I love about Baldur's Gate, and this is what I was like, wow, like, what a good developer. And this is like, suck their dick or nothing. But they literally had a loading screen tip that was like, Baldur's Gate 3 is completed. We will not be adding DLC We will not be doing, you know, XYZ. Like, there's not going to be DLC. There's not going to be basically no more uh, microtransaction, paid content. Like, what you paid for is what you get. Not that they're not going to support the game. Oh, it's buggy. We're going to fix it. Like, that's not what they were saying. But they're like, we have no plans to make anything more for this game. That being said, please lie to me here because I would love more content like I would love more classes, I'd love more races, I would love more I would love more acts because I'm very much enjoying this game. Um So like yeah, like if you do that, I probably wouldn't have problem spending more money. I mean, listen, I'm not going to yeah. pay 60 more dollars for like a small right. amount of content. But but I mean, we've got 3 acts. I'm 70 hours into the game. We've got 3 acts. I just finished act 1, moving into act 2 as far as i'm concerned like if you give me another act with you know another act with another class with another race or whatever and that's like 40 bucks i'd consider it for sure
1: but but here's here's another thing about that though going back to the drama like what what bothers me is not for them not the fact that they said it like i can respect that the game is done it's complete they're they're happy with it you got what you paid for cool but all these other people that are complaining about their standard and whatever, I'm like, I can't tell. Are you are you mad because you... It, it, it's almost like they're saying it because they want the standard to be, hey, we're going to put out this game. It's not going to have everything, and we want DLC. We want microtransactions. Like, yeah, good job, guys. Way to be subtle. Like, you're not fooling right. anyone. Are you mad because it's that, or are you mad because... You're, you're like, are they mad because they want it to be that for the sake of the money grab? Or are they mad because they want it to be that because they can spread out their work? Either way, no gamer has ever been set. Like, it's been an internet meme for how many years, bro? No one's happy with the DLC model. No one's happy with the microtransaction model. Sure, we all fall for it. We all buy it because we don't really, in a lot of, well, we always have a choice, but y- you know what I mean, right? You play a game, you love the game. If there's a DLC, you're probably going to buy it. Right. That, But that model, like, no one wants it to be that. M- we want the game to be done. I want to buy a completed game. I don't want to have to keep buying extra shit, right? Like, you know what just... I would
0: absolutely pay a fuck ton of money for? mm and this is one of the things that I had. Because I know Baldur's Gate is big. This is one of the questions I had for um, Ryan and, and Terrell when, when they were telling me about the game. Or whatever. Is there multiple campaigns, right? You have one story from the beginning to the end, right? you got three acts. It overplays right. one. You've got one, one, uh, what's the thing? Like problem There's a better word for it. But you've got one problem that you're trying to solve throughout the entirety of it. And you have to like go down these paths to try and find the solution, right? And get more information as you go, but what if they added another fucking campaign? That would be like that would be worth another like basically another game inside the game, right? Yeah. Like that would be worth sixty bucks to me. Like same game, Baldur's Gate Three, same engine, same classes, same races. I mean, you could add another class or a race if you want, right? That's fine. But another fucking story to go through yeah. would be awesome. And like they could totally do that on the subscription model, right? Without, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, feeling like a like like they're money hungry, right? Yeah, like, I Witcher mean, Witcher Three kind of had that. Like each of their expansions was like, from what I heard, I never got too far in Witcher Three, but each of their expansions were basically another campaign.
1: Yeah, I mean, ultimately, that's that's a good question, right? Because at what point do you challenge your moral integrity to give fan service
0: would like appease your audience
1: yeah because because here's the thing they are very proud of the fact that the game is done and they're not doing loot boxes and they're not doing um dlc and whatever but if the game is so successful that everyone starts asking for it is it then such a bad thing do you do you stand your moral ground and and cost yourself not only money but fan satisfaction or do you cave and say well hey if you like we're really appreciative that you guys loved it this much if that's the case
0: i think more content so here's the thing i think that at some point you can look at it and go listen like we we put in that we're not gonna do dlc we're not gonna do microtransactions whatever but the, but the, um, but the uh, community that we are servicing, that we told we're not going to do this for, wants this stuff. It's no longer money grubbing, to put it. It's right. appealing to your audience, right? Because they are, they obviously enjoy your content so much that they want more stuff, right? And that's totally acceptable in my book. If if if. A game came out and was like, listen, like this is the game we're done. And then I was like, "Like how many times have you sat there and been like, God, I loved this game so much. I wish there was more. And if the dev came out and was like, okay, we've released more content for this now, you would be like, I'm so happy, right? Yeah. It's when the dev comes out and goes, okay, we released, and I'm going to use Elder Scrolls because it's easy. We released Elder Scrolls 5, Skyrim. Um, and you're like, okay, I only have this much content, but I know this, I know they're going to release more. Like, i, I got to wait for DLC patch 1 and 2 and 3 to come right. out so I can get the whole thing, right? But if they released the whole game plus DLC patch 1, 2, and 3, and then you were like, God, where the fuck... And they were like, yeah, we're done. I'm like, we're going to go work on other stuff now. And you're like, God, where's more? You know? I want more. And this is where I, I fucking... I, I love Rockstar. Because Rockstar is still supporting with major updates, GTA 5. Yep. They have huge updates coming out all the time for GTA 5. It's not just like, oh yeah, like we're done. That game came out how long ago? Oh, like God, a bajillion I... fucking million years ago? Yeah, I
1: don't even, at this point, I don't even know how many years it's been.
0: And it's still, it's still fucking going.
1: Did they hit 10 years yet? Mm, I don't, I don't think sure. it's been quite that long. GTA 5 release date. 2013. Uh, oh, they're coming up and, on 10 years. Yeah. September 17th of 2013. So we've got about a month for their
0: 10-year anniversary. So I'm looking, because I'm like, I'm really enjoying, we're talking about this, so I'm really enjoying Baldur's Gate 3. And my thing is, and it's the same whether it's a mobile game, whether it's um, whether it's a mobile game, whether it's a video game, whatever. It's like, if I enjoy your game so much, like you guys deserve more money, right? Right. And Larian deserves more money. You know, in in context, right? Right, right, right. So I'm looking at it. They have a DLC that you can buy, and this is what got me thinking about it. They have it. They do have a DLC you can buy, and it comes with it's the digital deluxe upgrade. It comes with more dice, and it comes with a pouch, and you know, digital character sheets, and digital soundtrack, and yada yada yada. By the way, their soundtrack is really good. I have sitting there in the menu just listening to their music. One, I saw a tweet from somebody that they got lost in it, so I was like, I want to pay attention to this music. Um, but the the intro music is so good, like the 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 river song, so good. Um, and I'm scrolling, and I'm like, all right, like, what's actually in this pack? Like, what do we get? And I'm scrolling through the content, the con, the the comments, and one of them is like, reads about AAA devs whining over Baldur's Gate three setting unrealistic standards for games. Me, hell's time to give more money to Larian. <laughs> <laughs> uh don't care what's in this dlc only bought it as a tip for the developer what the fuck what the fuck is this this game has me wondering why i've ever paid for the massive amount of overpriced games that i own now like this game makes other titles seem like they should all be in the ten dollar range especially diablo 4 which we don't need to get into Uh, this is the only game you need in your library it's literally that good i'm like i'm just scrolling through but like so many people are like oh my god and and this is exactly what those other
1: devs were afraid of Because now they have successfully made that the standard.
0: But but you wouldn't have had people doing this if you just didn't make a fuss, kept your mouth shut. Yep. Like you just hundred percent, hundred percent. Just keep your mouth shut. Like like it's like I'm not saying like I'm saying keep your mouth shut, but like I'm not saying like. But like I don't think any like. I was not concerned about the success of other games until you opened your eyes, opened it, opened my eyes to it. Yep. So if you guys have just been like, oh, damn, like, we, like we're going to do that, like you, I was just expecting the same, I'm expecting the same from you no matter what. This is a non issue that you guys are making an issue. And it's, it's going backwards on you. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know.
1: Yeah, I think, dude, totally, totally agree. But they did it to themselves, and it's it's funny because gamers are, are well probably most people that that are defensive, but like we're petty, and we will have fun with it, you yeah. know what I mean yeah. like you guys did it to like you said they did it to themselves, all they had to do was just not say anything, but instead they wanted to be a bunch of little babies, so now all of us are just gonna enjoy the ride, like yeah. Man, that's, that's, that's what you get. Just don't.
0: Yeah. Anyway, game is really good. Um, I'm really excited. I think um, it has its ups and downs. Um, obviously, you know, there's some bugs and some glitches, and there's some, there's some issues here, and, I've, and I've, I've experienced a few of them. Um, I've read threads of people experiencing way more worse ones than I have. Um, but I think the game is overall very well, uh, very well done uh the whole drama is self imposed i don't think i i i don't know i don't think people need to be freaking out about this nah uh devs are devs are making a big deal out of nothing um i think honestly it's just laziness yep um and uh if you haven't and you have the money it's highly on my recommended my, my recommended list i'm already theory crafting like 6 different characters i want to play in the future um, things I want to do. Obviously, there's so many interactions that you can have that I really like. It's hard to see them all in one playthrough. Um, so I'm just kind of going through my thing. I am safe scumming uh, Not gonna lie. Uh, wow. I, I, I'm just as mad as everybody else is, yeah. Wow. Don't don't get me wrong, I'm mad at myself for it. Um, so I am safe scumming here and there, yada, yada, yada. Um, do with that as you will. And... Uh, but yeah, if, you, if you've if you been debating on getting the game and you have the means to get the game, I highly recommend you do. Um, it's, it's fantastic. It's such a big game. It's such a big world. It's immersive. It's fun. Um, there's so many cool things I've seen people do. I've heard of people do. Um, and definitely, definitely recommend. So, and if you don't have the money, play DDO instead and then tell me about it. Or play Divinity. Or the other Baldur's games. Yeah, that's true. You could just play, you could just play Divinity. Because those games are <laughs> like, cheaper. They're like 20 bucks. DDO's $60. free. DDO is free. DDO is also uh, not a single-player experience. Um, it's also yeah. based around an MMO. So yeah, depending but, on what you feel like. I'm yeah. not saying there's anything wrong with MMOs. Or are you? Um, but with that, guys, I think that wraps it up for us. Unless you got anything else that we didn't cover that you want to talk about? Nope. The Club Couch, upper right-hand corner, you can find links to both me and Anthony's Twitters, as well as Anthony's Twitch for now until he switches over to Kick, if or when that happens. Uh, We also have our Facebook page. Uh, Tweet at us or comment uh, on the episode, but as soon as you guys thought, we'd love to hear from you. Like we said earlier, word of mouth is, the, is one of the best ways to um, get publicity. So if you did enjoy the episode or enjoyed any of the ep- other episodes, talk to your friends. Let your friends know if they're interested. Um, we, have, we have a podcast. It's, uh, it's been pretty damn good. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening. We really do appreciate you, and we will see you in the next one.